This is Tom Martin with another in our series of podcasts featuring some of the contributors to a book of essays about cancer in the Appalachian region of the Commonwealth. Kentucky ranks first in the nation for overall rates of cancer incidence and mortality, 26,000 new cases of cancer, and more than 10,000 deaths each year. This podcast series brings you the voices of contributors to The Cancer Crisis in Appalachia, Kentucky Students Take Action. Edited by Nathan Vanderford, Lauren Hudson, and Chris Pritchard, the essays are by 20 high school and five undergraduate students, all residents of Kentucky's Appalachian region, who are participants in the University of Kentucky's Markey Cancer Center Appalachian Career Training in Oncology, or ACTION, program and they aspire to careers in the field of oncology, hoping to combat a disease that has ravaged their homes and communities. My name is Rachel Lena Collins. I'm 16 years old and a sophomore student at Clay County High School. I come from a small town in southeastern Kentucky known as Manchester, or as the New York Times once said, the hardest place to live in the United States statistically speaking. Despite this statement, I'm still exuberant that I can say Manchester forever holds the key to my heart. Rachel Collins is the youngest of four children. In her essay, On the Breaking Point, Rachel tells us that her mother, Ana Maria, and her family fled the Cuba of Fidel Castro in 1970, relocating to Los Angeles. Her father was born at Redbird Mission in Beverly, Kentucky, and the couple met at Fort Stewart, Georgia. They married, and after Rachel's dad left the Army in 2001, settled in Manchester, Kentucky. Anna Maria, a certified emergency medical technician, inspired her impressionable young daughter by example. I noticed that she always had an interest in jobs that involved taking care of people, helping people in the medical field. So I always kind of grew up around uh, that environment. And I remember just days going to the ambulance service here in Manchester and um, they would have cookouts. And I was always kind of like the little trainee, you know, I was following in their footsteps and I would watch them and my mom. I kind of just grew up around that stuff and I really enjoyed that watching her. And that's what inspired me to want to go into the medical field also. Rachel's teachers often ask her, what do you want to do? What do you want to be when you grow up? And her response has always been the same. When I grow up, I want to be a doctor. I knew immediately because that was all I'd ever seen, and that's exactly what I wanted to do. And she's all about somehow making a difference in the lives of her Clay County family, friends, and neighbors. I don't really care, actually, what change I make as long as it's positive and I'm giving back to my community in any type of way, I plan on pursuing a career in the medical field. But as long as I'm giving back in a positive way and I'm making people happy, that's what makes me happy. So you may be asking why? What is motivating this bright, young Eastern Kentuckian to set her sights on a medical career? It's personal, beginning with her mother's family. We didn't have a lot of family on her side because she coming from Cuba, I never really got to meet my great-grandmother, but I'd always heard stories about how she had cancer. And later on to find out, my maternal grandmother also developed breast cancer. And shortly after that, my paternal grandfather, 
he got colon cancer and black lung. Shortly after they developed this disease, they were brought out of my life. And if it wasn't for cancer, I could still have these people in my life. Rachel describes her maternal grandmother, Elena America Bolivar, as well-educated, lovely, and enchanting. Born in Cuba in 1933, she studied at Our Lady Star of the Sea in Key West, Florida for four years as a teenager, and then returned to Cuba and attended college, and while working full-time for IBM, pursued a career in pharmacology. By 2007, she had become ill and came to live with Rachel and her family in Manchester. They became very close. I would take care of her. We would go from doctor's appointments, so we were very close. Rachel's grandmother, her abuelita, passed away in September of 2012, four days before her 79th birthday. Rachel's life would never be the same. I think for everyone, when we lose someone in our life that's important to us, it does change our lives. You go from every day to seeing them, to being with them. I've seen her in her worst condition, and I think when she did pass away, it was so hard knowing that I wouldn't have her there anymore. But at the same time, I knew that she wasn't in pain anymore and that there was no more suffering. That brought comfort. But cancer remained lurking in the background in Rachel's home. Her mother had a brush with the disease. A routine mammogram had discovered questionable tissue. It runs in our family, breast cancer does. It runs very heavily in my family. When she had a brush with breast cancer, that scares me now, but I'm glad that we have mammograms, which I hopefully will be provided to every woman because it's very important knowing that something could have happened if she didn't have her routine mammograms yearly. Cancer also struck hard on her father's side of the family. Rachel's great-grandfather had worked for decades as a coal mine electrician to provide for his seven children. They were the first family in the community to own a television or to have indoor running water. After 32 years in the mines, he survived colon cancer only to come down with black lung disease. All of this added up. So Rachel Collins was ready to listen when a presentation about the action program came to her school. I think the action program has been one of the most influential parts in my life right now that has encouraged me to want to dedicate my life to finding a cure for cancer and to help others because this is an opportunity I was given as a freshman in high school and also a sophomore that people go for eight and 12 years of college to do. We were given an opportunity to go for two years and study and learn things that not barely anyone in Kentucky would get an opportunity to do. And I think the action program has helped me find my calling and given me an opportunity to seek things that I would have never gotten to see before. Rachel's now much more aware of her surroundings and how her environment may be a source of the toxins that cause a variety of cancers. My grandparents actually had a well growing up. They had well water. And I found out later on um, that there was chromium, which can be found in some water and even wood preservations and things like that. Chromium-6 can actually enter drinking water supplies through underground and rivers and streams, which can be linked to cancer and growth tumors. 
So that was something I learned about, which I didn't know before. It's a chemical that is used to process, and it can be found in some dietary supplements and other particles that are used in things like stainless steel. An aim of the ACTION program is to encourage bright young minds in eastern Kentucky, like Rachel, to consider careers in oncology, to bring home the fight against cancer and encourage others to join in that fight. Now that we're getting more people involved, people are starting to see that we need to take action. We need to start here, our hometown, and work our way up and eventually let the whole world know that it can be done. And I think that I am helping a lot in my community, and I would just like for other people to get involved and understand what we are doing. It's more than just letting people know we're trying to save lives. Rachel Collins of Manchester, Kentucky, author of On the Breaking Point. It's among the essays collected for the book, The Cancer Crisis in Appalachia, Kentucky Students Take Action. You can find it on Amazon.com. I'm Tom Martin. Thanks for listening.